Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. I trust you're doing very well. Okay, so you're welcome to this episode. You're welcome to Pustability Podcast, where every Saturday by 10 a.m. I'll be sharing with you simple cutting head tools and techniques that would help you build an identity that fosters influence, impact, and income. So if you're a first listener, you're welcome. And if you are a regular listener, welcome back. Yes. In today's episode, I'll be talking to you on you are not your behavior. You are not your behavior. Yes, I said that. You're not your behavior. And um, I'm going to be using the jewelry wisdom window rather the jewelry window to explain what i mean by you are not your behavior but before i go to that do you know that behavior is a resultant of is a resultant of a of a particular situation is a display of a character is a display of a situation is a way you react to certain things so that means that the way you react to a cold situation is not the way you react to a hot situation so behavior is as a result is a resultant from a resultant to or as a result of a particular reaction you are not your behavior there are times whereby you do some certain things and then you're like, oh, really? Was I the one that just did this? There are times whereby you do some certain things and then you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I know I would have done this. So there are some things you do that it's regarded as your regular way of reacting, as your regular way of responding whereas there are also other things you do and then you're like, okay, like, did I just do this? So behavior is not behavior that's that's why the behavior cannot define you. Behavior is not you. Behavior is a part of you. It's, it's something you give out. It's just like when you respond to a stimuli. Like now, when you when you for instance you are perceiving an aroma of food. Now you could decide to because of that aroma, the aroma can might might drag your attention to the food. Or you could decide to look away so that is a behavior so it's two behavior now it's either you decide to let the aroma drag your attention or you just look away now that is behavior that could result is that's a resultant behavior from the situation so times there are times whereby you might just perceive it and then you're like oh what's cooking I need to have a bite of this and then there are times whereby you may like probably you're not just in the mood and then you're like "Mm." you just perceive it and you just walk away so that's it your behavior it's prone to change your behavior is actually a resultant factor of different situational activity that is why you are not your behavior your behavior is not your personality your behavior is not you your behavior shouldn't even define you. Your behavior is just a resultant factor of the way you react to situations. Now back to the jewelry window. According to jewelry window, 
it stated that there are some behaviors which we refer to as the arena we have the blind spot we have the facade and then we have the unknown so which is the arena arena is the behavior that is known to you and known to others this is a behavior that we regret to refer to as your strong point it's known to you and is known to others for instance you know that oh when it comes to this thing this is who i am that includes your attitude includes your behavior includes your emotions includes your feelings includes your skills includes, includes your views so these things are known to you as a person and as well known to others so the latter the arena becomes the more effectual and dynamic the relationship will be why because they know you they know that okay if i come to mary to give me solution to this problem or to express a concept about this particular thing she would do it easily because that is she, she's skillful in it that's a behavior that's an arena behavior is something you you are you are is a strong point for you something you have you have strong affinity for so your behavior your arena behavior is that attitude that behavior that emotion that feeling that skill that view that you strongly align with an example another example is for instance like if you are someone who is addicted to music once you hear music like you just want to you there's just this sensation in your spirit so that is something you you people guys like ah no i know about that lady i know about that guy when it comes to music it always arouses attention so that is an arena feeling that's an arena behavior so such is a strong point known to you and known to others and then we have the blind spot. This is unknown to you, but it's known to others. Yeah, in this, in this case is where we have more of um, your flaws. We have more flaws in this aspect. You know, these your flaws. You, you, many of them are not, or all of them are not known to you. Your blind spot and unknown to you. You don't even know you do this thing, but it's known to others. Okay, let me give an instance personally. When I was. Um, and as an undergraduate in school, there was a day I was having a conversation with a lady, a classmate of mine, and then we, it was a factual point. It was a factual point, and I used to believe that once I have a fact, and I know that my fact is valid, I am I'm a very debatable person. I would debate it to the last point because I know that this is a fact I'm dishing out. And I do I I used to have this mentality of I just want you, I don't want you to miss it. I want you to know that this is a fact. So that you will not end up going around with that which is not valid and claiming it claiming to, to claiming that it is valid. So that is the mentality I used to have, and this is what drives me into debate. So, but then you know, at the long run, I never knew that to some extent you are you have the right to your opinion, and another person has the right to their opinion. So you don't it is not right for you to infuse your opinion on others or to mandate it on others. That was where I was missing it. You know, me, I used to feel okay, since I know that one plus one is two, you need to understand that one plus one is two, right? Because this point is valid. So I was ready to go to any extra mind to make you understand and to accept that one plus one is two, but that was wrong. Because I am not supposed to impuse my opinion on others. Somebody can tell me one plus one is eleven because that's the way the person says it. 
even though it is not valid well it is okay for me to make my point known but it's not okay for me to infuse what my intention is on the person now it's not led to the person to go and think of what i said and to digest the word gradually with time and with exposure and with experiences the person will come to the realization of the fact that one plus one is two but i don't have to impose my opinion on another person because i think it's fact or because i think it's valid so that was what i did back then and then and that was what i used to do back then as an undergraduate and i was conversing with this lady i knew that what i was saying was a fact it was valid but then she was telling me oh mary this mary that i was telling her you know what this is the truth this is valid and this is a fact so you need to hold on to it so you know i kept on talking i kept on giving her reasons why this was the fact i was backing up my fact with strong point and then she just she just she was just like well i surrender i was like oh yeah you definitely have to surrender why because i'm giving you valid point but you know what she said she said no i'm not surrendering because of that but i'm sorry because you argue over everything no one can ever win you in argument so um that is why i'm sorry because i know you are bent on your decisions and nothing will change that fact so that is why i'm sorry do you know that the way she said it that word really pierced my heart it went directly to my spine and then i was like oh this is a point. She said, no one can ever win you in an argument. That means I am too much of a debating person. That means that I don't give listening ears to the other party. That means that I believe that just only my point is valid. And you see, there's no how you listen patiently to another person and you will not see a valid point. It's not possible. Out of every nonsense, there's an iota of sense. So then at that point, and I went back and during my reflection that day, I began to reflect that, wait, this is not a good thing on my part. Even though what the fact I have to give, and even though the valid, the, the, the fact I have to give that is valid, I don't have the, it's not right for me to infuse it into the intention of another person forcefully. You see, so I had to, during my reflection time, I had to just think over it and then I began to make conscious effort to change that perspective. And then I began to tell myself, henceforth, I'll be more of a listener than an argue, argue, arguer or whatever it is called. So I told myself, henceforth, I will be more. Then I was like, wait, come to think of it. I was, I argue too much. It's true, I argue a lot and I listen less. So I talk more, I listen less. And because of that, I began to make conscious effort. And at least, as I can say presently, I I have a strong part to listen. So if I, now sometimes even when I listen, I can listen. I've been in a conversation with somebody before and then for about, I realize this person has a lot of things to say. And when I want to contribute, I see the person wants to, wants to suppress me by keep talking and then i'm like okay 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 and then doing my conversation with that person i when i realized that okay i maybe when, when the person says something i just want to throw i want to throw an ad, adna an ad, ad, additional point i see if person really doesn't want to accept that person wants to ask a lot of things more to say i will just keep on like oh yeah just keep giving appetizers yeah true oh yeah no yeah mm, you know i'll just give it 
uh, appetizer which uh, we, we call ajasa in Yoruba land. Right? Okay, so I just be giving those uh, those addictive, sorry, those additional additional words. Not really a set a sent a sentence, just add words to make the person know that yes. Excuse me, just to make the person know that yes, I'm following. So you see, after conversing with the person for over 20 minutes, person was like, wait. I have heard the one talking. You've been listening. Is this who you are? I just smiled. Not that I didn't have things to say, but I just knew this person has a lot of things to part. So let me just listen to the person. Let me listen to the point whereby she has poured out her heart. She has expressed herself to the fullest. And then she tells me, now I'm giving you the room to contribute. So there are times whereby we need to learn that. And that's where our communication skill should come in. There are times whereby you just need to hear the, the, the point of others. Don't only show that you have what to say. Especially when you say that the person is still hot, has a lot of things to part. Just listen. The best you could do at that point is just be giving those additives just to make the person know that, oh yeah, you're following. Just to give it. But it's not that you now say, because I want to be a listener, you just keep mute. And you're not saying anything. No, just be adding those words. Oh yeah true i know right you know such words are things that we i refer to as adidas you could just hide in between the words just to make the person know that you're following but then don't disrupt anybody who is trying to pour out their intentions so example of wow i've actually almost drifted off okay i never planned to say all of these things i'm saying but then i know that it's value and i know that i believe that you have gotten something from that so blind spot that was a blind spot on my part me trying to impose being too argumentative me trying to impose my intention on others that was a blind spot i never saw i never knew not until when it was unknown to me but it was known to others so it was when this lady pointed it out that's when i knew that oh really so there's some blind spots there's some things with some flaws that we display that even we ourselves don't know we display that even we ourselves don't know we do that so this is what we refer to as a blind spot is unknown to you but is known to others so we have the first aid the first aid is known to you but is unknown to others these ones are things that you don't you know but others don't know you do like information there's some information known to yourself like like secrets like this is are things that you know but you keep from others like your fears you know your fears but others don't know your fears you have eating agendas you have things you've programmed in your mind you have your plans your perceptions just some of your perceptions that are only known to you are not known to others okay your manipulative intention your secret it's natural for every person to have certain you have everybody has facets so it's natural for very personal and private informations and feelings to remain hidden. They are informations that are private, so they need to remain hidden. They are things that are known to you. They are indeed certain informations that are known to only you, but not known to others. So these are what we refer to as a facade behaviors. And lastly, we have the unknown unknown behaviors this is unknown to you and unknown to others <laughs> that's funny right yes there are some behaviors that are unknown to you some of your behaviors that are unknown to you and also unknown to others 
Now, this contains information, feelings, latent abilities, aptitude, experiences, etc. That you don't even know about. <laughs> the others don't even know about. That you can display. It includes the feelings you believe, includes behaviors, attitudes, capabilities, aptitudes that could be displayed when some situation when you get under some situation. Let me give you a personal experience of that. You know, there are things whereby you don't know you can do, not until when you ex- get exposed to such situation. You know, they said generally that you don't know you don't know who you are until you become wealthy. <laughs> You don't know who you are until you attain a particular leadership position. So that is example of the unknown behavior. It is unknown to you. It's unknown to others. People don't know the magic that can be displayed when displayed when you get a particular position because you are not in that position yet. Even you, have you not been in a situation whereby you do something and you're like, did I just do this? And you're like, oh, really? Did I just do this? It's unknown to you that you could do something. It could be positive, it could be negative. So let me share a personal experience. There's something I used to know used to be my strong point. I know that this is my strong point. I, I am I it's something I was, I've always been so confident of. I know that it's my strong point. However, I've never been exposed to a point of pressure where I had to display this thing or where I had to be tested by this thing. So, but I always, I always was just so confident that this thing is my strong point. I am not weak in it. And truly, I wasn't weak in it. Or I am not weak in it. Because it's still a continuous thing. It's part of me. So, it's not a past tense. Now, it's still a continuous process. So, it's something I know that is my strong point. But I've never been under, exposed to so much pressure where I had to compromise in this aspect. So, I, it was always been, that's always been by, I've always been so confident that this thing was my strong point. Not until when I was exposed to a particular situation where I had to, I was faced under a, a high room temperature. <laughs> I was actually exposed to a very, 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 very strong um, opposing position whereby I just had to like a compromising situation that was why I was like oh and I was placed under a strong condition and at that point I almost compromised in fact I almost compromised then I was not like wow yeah some things I did and I was surprised I could do because of who I know I used to be. And then I was, that's when I knew that you must not get too confident of yourself. There are times where you don't, don't get too confident, don't trust yourself too much. Not because you don't trust yourself, not because you've not worked on yourself, but because you have not been exposed to some certain situations that put you under strong heat. <laughs> okay, so it was then that I realized that, wow, wow, wow. Don't always boast so much in yourself and then you get so confident that you think that this thing and you know what i can't it's i can't flop in this thing but well all thanks to god i did not compromise at that point but then i almost compromised i took some steps of compromise i see some steps that should have made me come and yes i took i even took yes i took some steps of cop i took some, some compromising steps However, all thanks to grace <laughs> and all thanks to the fact that I had a solid foundation helped me.
That's one thing about your behavior. When you have some certain solid foundation, it helps you to remain firm even in the point, even in the point of trials, even in the point of test. So it was, I'm going to give kudos to my foundation because my foundation, my perception, my concept about that particular thing made me scale true. But the truth is I took some compromising steps. I will tell you friends, I took some compromising steps, but I was easy. It was easy for me to easily go back to where I was coming from. It was easy for me to quickly get out of those compromising behaviors. So they, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to explain with this is that there are some unknown behaviors to you. There are some things that you don't know you could do. Not until when you get faced with such situations. So that's what we refer to as the unknown behavior. Now with all these things I've been saying, you could, you would agree with me then that your behavior is not you. Your behavior shouldn't define you. It shouldn't define you. So your behavior, you know, that's why as... As a Christian I am, I understand that the Father, which is Christ Jesus, my God, my Lord and Savior, that is why he doesn't judge me for my behavior. He loves me not because he loves my personality, not my not not me for who I not me for he doesn't love me for what I display. He loves me for who I am. Because he knows that who I am is not what I do. Now, what I do is my behavior. What I do is the display. Now, today, that's why a person can be good today and be bad tomorrow. A person can be bad today and be good tomorrow. That's why you don't judge people. You don't. It's wrong for you to judge people. Now, the person is a behavior of a person is not the personality of the person. That person you call, the person you call a a, a bad person today might actually end up being somebody you call a righteous person tomorrow so that's why god loves us for our personality he loves us for who we are not for our behavior so he loves us but he dislikes our sins he dislikes our bad behaviors he dislikes those things we do those awkward things we do he doesn't like those behaviors but it doesn't mean he doesn't like us because you and your behavior you are two different things entirely you are different things entirely. your personality is not your behavior you are not you that is why as as parents, you want to you want to scold your child. Make the child know that I am not scolding you for you being the bad, you for you being bad, but I'm scolding you for being for absorbing a bad behavior. It's the behavior I don't like. I love you. I love you so much that I don't want you to derail. I love you so much that I don't want you to imbibe a behavior that is not yours, a behavior that is not that is not supposed to you're not supposed to imbibe so that's why as a parent you don't tell a child that you are stupid you are for you doing this you are just you are just you are you are, you are a stupid child you're just you know call such child names now the problem is you don't face the child the child is not a problem you face the behavior attack the behavior so how do you attack that behavior by facing the child you make the child understand that it is this behavior I don't like. You could actually narrate a story. You could make up a story or narrate a true life story of what of somebody who displayed that kind of situation, that kind of uh, behavior rather, and the resultant factor of the action of the person, what the end result was, and tell the child that this is what this person did and this was what the person ended up as. 
So when you tell this child that that, that child, um, you make the child understand that. So it is the behavior we are trying to attack. Now the behavior is the problem, not you. But when you tell the child you are crazy, you are stupid. Oh no, that is too bad. That means you have nailed the child to the cross. That means you have actually, you have judged the child. But mind you, that child who stole a meat from the pot today might be the child who will preach against stealing meat from the pot tomorrow. And that would only take place when you make the child to understand or to realize that the child is not a problem, but the behavior is what needs to be changed. So you are not your behavior. You could do some certain things, and then you, even as adults, you see, even even as adults, you see some things. Whenever you tell something, you tell people that, oh, you know, this thing is wrong. You yourself had been in a situation whereby you've done that thing before in the past. Not necessarily because you wanted to, but maybe because you don't even know it was wrong, or maybe because you knew you it was even wrong, but you were under some certain pressures, and then you were you had to do it. Now take this. This is a disclaimer. I am not saying this as a yastic for you. This is not a yastic for you to intentionally do wrong is wrong. Or intentionally display some wrong attitude because if you feel I am not my behavior, you know, because of that, stop this misbehaving. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to say is your behavior is not your personality, your personality. Your behavior doesn't define you. So that is why you need to know that whatever you do. There is you are prone to changing your behavior. See, behavior can be changed. Yes, I said it. Behaviors can be changed. Your personality is what might not change, but your behavior is prone to change. So you could decide to today you can react this way, and tomorrow you might be exposed to the same situation and you react another way. It's still the same you. It is still the same personality, but what has changed is your behavior. So that is why I'm establishing the fact that your behavior does not define you or the behavior of another person does not define them. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Am I making sense? So there's some facts I want you to know. You can change your behavior. You can be the person you want to be. There's some things that on my journey to to personal to my personal development there are some certain things that even as a youth i've been able to change some certain behaviors that even as a youth i've been able to change. i'm like ah wait oh come to think of it behavior is not as toxic behaviors uh, is not as difficult as we think and people that have been addicted they can change addiction is a behavior but then they can change even regardless of their age. So it, it not depends on their mindset. It depends on a lot of factors that could result to the change. But then, any behavior can be changed. You know, scientifically, it is proven that whatever you do for 21 days become an habit. So, if you want to inculcate a reading habit, you know you don't like reading, you can make it happen. Do it for 21 days. Every day, show up for 21 days. Before you know what happened, because an habit. And for crying out loud, if you consistently do that for 30 days, you consistently take forth an action for 30 days for a full month, take it or leave it, it becomes a part and parcel of you. Like my, my, like I used to program myself my waking time. I don't use, I don't use alarm to wake. No, I don't need alarm to wake. I have automatic alarm 
by programming my mindset so when i say i wake up four o'clock every day if i want to like if i want to change my my waking time maybe i want to change it from four o'clock to three thirty all i need to do is tell my mind i tell that's the way i program myself that's where i train myself i tell myself by three thirty you are waking up today or by three you are waking up today tomorrow Okay, so I tell myself that I I pray about it actually. I pray about it. I consciously tell the Holy Spirit to wake me up by three o'clock. Now, when I wake and by exactly that three, or in fact, when time you tell the Holy Spirit to wake you up by three o'clock, just know that by five five to three, it's always on time. It's always you wake you before that time. So five to three, something will definitely wake you up. It's more or less like you have a tap telling you, "Hey, babe, wake up." So now when I wake up that day, I repeat. By the time I repeat that that three times i told myself you know what babe you're waking up three o'clock tomorrow every henceforth without alarm i don't use alarm without alarm you are beginning to wake up at exactly three o'clock and that's why the fact that before i was waking up four so i would is either i wake up that extra three or i wake up few minutes to three but i would definitely wake up before three or on time i'll be on time or wake up before three that is how that's how it happens because i program my mindset that is behavior so behavior can be changed it depends on your mindset it starts from your mindset and it starts it now has to do with the conscious effort you take in making this happen so that is why you can empower yourself by breaking free from the chains that bound you to your previous behavior and be the person you want to be because you you can change your behavior and you can be the person you want to be with conscious efforts take it or leave it you can break forth you can break break free from the chains that bound you to the behavior you want to change yes so anything you want to change any behavior so far it's a behavior you can change it can change and also you need to know that you are more than your current behavior your current behavior is not even you it's just a display of your it's just like it's just a display of your reaction to situational situational to situational occurrences so that's why i i you know i've established that earlier on as i started so you are more than your current behavior you are capable of so much more if you choose to be it not depends on your choice. It depends on your belief. It depends on your perception. It depends on your mindset. If you believe that a certain thing about you can change, and with conscious efforts, deliberate action, and you not being lazy, you not procrastinating, by diligently working towards it, you realize that that behavior will change. If you can believe, then you can achieve it. What is that thing you want to work on? Is it anger issues? Is it anger issues? Is it is it lies? Is it is it deceit? Is it unforgiveness? Whatever it is, whatever behavior it is, it is possible to change. You know the scripture says that God all things are possible, and you know it says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's Philippians chapter four. You can do everything you want to do with God's strength available for you but it not depends on you it depends on your perception based on your mindset if you believe that you can do it then definitely you would be able to do it actually you can change your behavior not your personality and you can change your appearance 
You can change your appearance, you can change your look, you can change your behavior, but you can never change your personality. Your personality is you. So you can change your appearance, you can change your behavior. Behavior is prone to change. So don't say, I am an introvert, accept me for that. If you feel that there's something about you being an introvert that you don't like, so um, if you see that, okay, these are the things, the disadvantages, these are the things I don't like about being an introvert and I know that it's not going to help me. I want to work on them. Work on it. It is possible to change, to change those things. If you feel as an extrovert, these are things that I don't like. Oh, these are attributes I don't like as, that, that are suited to me being an extrovert and I really wish to change. You can change it. Yes, you can change it. Come to think of it, what is it that you can change? What behavior is it that you can change? If you think there's a behavior you think you can change, you can, feel free to talk to me about it. Let's have a one-on-one conversation about it and I will make proof to you with proofs. I'll give you proofs. I'll give you valid point and show you ways at which it can be changed. But come to think of it, every behavior can be changed or any behavior can be changed. Depends on how you see it and it depends on how you believe it. Depends on what you feel and based on your mindset about it. But the only thing that can be changed is your personality. But you, that is who you are. Your, that's you who you're created to be. That is you, 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 you for you. But your behavior can change and your parents, you can choose to appear in a way today and you can choose to appear in another way today. You can choose how people see you, how people perceive you. That's your parent that is prone to change. I want to ask a question and I want you to ask, you this, ask yourself this question. What does my behavior say about me? Your behavior says something about your eternal destiny. Listen to this. Your behavior says something about your eternal destiny. However, <laughs> behavior does not say everything about your eternal destiny. Yes, your behavior can say something about your eternal destiny, but it cannot say everything because behavior is just an aspect of your life, not you. Your behavior is not your personality. Your behavior is not you. Your behavior just make up a part of you. It's just an ingredient that makes you you. But it's not you. Do you get that? Now, I can... Your behavior is just like a constituent. Like, if I cook jollof rice now, and I put plantain, I fry plantain with the jollof rice. Now, the, plant, the plantain makes up the food. But without the plantain, the food is still the food. <laughs> the rice is still the rice. The jollof rice is still jollof rice. Without wheat or without the plantain. So that is how your behavior is. Your behavior is just a constituent that constitutes you, that makes up you. But it is not a determinant of you. It shouldn't define who you are. Plantain doesn't, is not a yastic for you to know that this is jollof rice or this is food. It is not, it's just a constituent of or a constant that makes up the component of the food being served. So that is what your behavior also is. I hope I'm making sense. Don't blame your behavior on someone else. That is one thing you should never do. Take responsibility of yourself. See, the moment I began to consciously do this, it makes everything easy for me. It began to make it, began to make it easy for me to change some certain things about myself. Don't blame your behavior on someone else. But the moment you start blaming others about a certain behavior of yours or about a occurrence or the resulting factor of your current, now you, you, you sorry, the resulting factor of 
which is an occurrence of your reaction, you will realize that you will not change. Because when you put blame on others, it means you are not saying it in the light of you are at fault. You will not change. But when you consciously realize that, okay, it might be that, yes, all of you contributed together or two of you contributed together to that or something had aroused that reaction of yours. But then you are the CEO of your life. You have the control of your life. You are the you are the one that has the right to tame the kind of behavior, to tame your behavior, to to re, to reproduce a particular re- reaction. So nobody can force out an action out of you if you are not giving a supporting factor to that. So you choose to remain silent when you want to. You choose to talk when you want to. It is you. So that is why you shouldn't blame. You put your blame on another person. You have. You are. You ask, you have allowed it to happen for it to happen. You are hundred percent responsible, no matter how bad you are feeling or what's happening in your life. You might feel bad about the situation, but hey, friend, hey, cutie, hey, friend, whoever you are, you need to know that you are hundred percent responsible, no matter how bad you are feeling or what's happening in your life. So I hope on this few points of mine, I have been able to establish that your behavior is not a determinant of who you are. So friends, I hope you got value in this podcast. I got blessed myself. I got blessed. I got blessed. I got blessed. I got value. Yes, I got value. I got value. And I hope you got value. If you did, I'll be glad to, you know, I'll be glad to have to further have a one-on-one conversation with you after listening to this yes i'll be glad to have get your view i'll be glad to receive your reviews so feel free to send you can send a message to me on whatsapp 081-4649-2936 or you could send you could send a direct message to me on my social media platforms on instagram at I am Mary Mackinday. I am Mary Mackinday on Instagram, Facebook, Mary Mackinday, Twitter, Mary Mackinday, LinkedIn, Mary Mackinday. So I'll be glad to get your responses. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and also on YouTube, you could also follow me up on YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just click on the subscribe button and the notification button to get notifications anytime i post anything on my youtube channel subscribe to my youtube channel i'll be glad to have you do that thank you okay so before i go before i go let us say our affirmations for this day please don't just say this because i'm saying you should say this please i want you to confidently say this and i want you to consciously say this meaning every word that proceeds of proceed out of your mouth. Are you ready for the affirmations? Are you ready? So let's proclaim it together. Say, I keep my thought positive because my thoughts becomes my words. I keep my words positive because my words become my behavior. I keep my behavior positive because my behavior becomes my habit. I keep my habits positive because my habits becomes my values. I keep my values positive 
because my values becomes my destiny yeah thank you very much guys for listening thank you very much fam for listening see you same time next week bye